In three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everybody's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. And remember, guys, only follow us on our content or we get suspicious. We get really suspicious, but seriously, get perspectives from all over the place because believe it or not there are people out there who don't do a whole lot of research who only get information from one side and they are way way off yeah like cnn or you know other mainstream media other mainstream media that isn't us but jennifer on this podcast we are going to be talking about the greatest cancel of all time and i bring up this article because in the past we have seen when people get something really good in life yeah and it makes media headlines. Mm-hmm. People start digging into their past because to find out what awful thing they've actually done. People have to ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually, I believe, a term for this. What is it? I can't remember because, of course, I can't remember. But there's actually like a term for jealousy. Maybe, but yeah, there's like a new social term that they're calling it. I don't know. It's in reference to, like, another big scandal that happened. Okay. So, anyway. Anyway. Look it up. Google it. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, but these people are awful. Yeah. And whatever. Uh, But anyway, so the Washington Post has an article from a couple days ago about a man who received a a Mm first-time heart transplant, and the heart was grown in a pig. Also, I feel like we were just talking about this the other day. Like, why, if we can do pig valves for, like, valve replacements, why can't we just do a whole pig heart or, like, apparently grow it in a pig? Jennifer, have you ever read the story about... No, it's a story within a story. Mm-hmm. And it's not story... Remember that time I told you about the story that I've read as a kid? And it's a guy, and he's stuck in his house, and he's, like, crippled, and he can only write stories like that's his only means to, to yes. finding happiness it's a really depressing story and mm-hmm. i read this as a child and that's why i am the way explained I am. a lot and so he writes a story about a kid and anything he writes in this journal the kid happens, come, happens right? right it happens which is what happens on this podcast we talk about it, it talk happens about and then things happen Okay, explains a lot. I can't remember anything specifically, but I swear like seven things happened this week that we talked about on the podcast. Yeah, within like the last two weeks, yeah. Yeah. And then like everybody seems, like we'll post something and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's everywhere. Right. Maybe it's just because we're following trending topics and it's just a coincidence, but. I think we're first and everyone follows us. I mean, I'm not going to sound conceited or anything, but I mean, what we do here is breaking news. like a YouTube comment section. I like how I say that, except all of our stuff has been broken by major news outlets. Yeah. We're before the other pundits. Right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. And they can't even, like, even with the the headline, they can't even lead with, oh, first time recipient of pig heart transplant. They have to lead with the bad thing. Right. Right. So uh, from the Washington Post, he once stabbed a man seven times, which is bad. That's real. That's bad. Now he's a pig heart transplant pioneer. Like, don't stab people. That's I just imagine that, that they just dug through this guy's past because he was the first one, mm-hmm. and they found this awful thing. Which I mentioned to you, he's the first recipient, which means he might not have lived. Yeah. So would we have really wanted to have done this on someone who was a good person? 
and they would have died. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, but from the Washington Post, uh, Leslie Schumacher, Shoemaker, Downey, okay, so Leslie Downey, we'll go with that, was at home babysitting her two grandchildren Monday when a message pinged her on her cell phone. Her daughter had sent a link to a news article about a 57-year-old man with terminal heart disease three days earlier at the University of Maryland Medical Center. He recently received a genetically modified pig heart. The first-of-its-kind transplant was historic, saving the man's life and offering the possibility of saving others. What a great breakthrough for science, Downey thought, reading the headline. Then her phone pinged again. Ooh. Mom? Downey's daughter wrote. Why did they try to write these like they're books? This is, like, we talked about this before, how this is so annoying. Like, Mm -hmm. just... Give us the freaking news. Uh, it's because none of them actually want to be working for a boring newspaper. All of them wanted to be the next J.K. Rowling's. And then apparently she let them down or something, and now they're distraught. And this is how they get their Or they just didn't get their big break. Out. Like, I just, they just, they were not discovered in a tea shop in wherever. Is that how she Sussex. was discovered? No, she wasn't discovered there. But that's where, apparently, where she wrote most of it. So, anyway. Oh, well, now everyone just writes in. Starbucks, I guess. Uh, Downey froze. Oh, God. The man being heralded as a medical pioneer, David Bennett Sr., was the same man who'd been convicted in 1988 of stabbing her younger brother seven times, leaving him paralyzed, which is a bad thing, obviously. It's very bad. (laughs) Like, don't stab people again. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Edward Shoemaker had spent the next 19 years in a wheelchair before he had had a stroke in 2005 and died two years later, one week before his 41st birthday. Ed Ed suffered, said Downey, who lives in Frederick, Maryland, the devastation and the trauma for years and years that my family had to deal with. After Bennett got out of prison, she, she said he, quote, went on and lived a good life. Now he gets a second chance with a new heart. But I wish, in my opinion, it had gone to a deserving recipient. So you want to put it in a child who might have died? I don't think you can put an adult heart I'm in a child's sh- chest. I'm, just, I'm making a point. Oh. Okay? I'm making a point. She wants to kill a child. That's what she's saying. No, she doesn't want to. She just hasn't just thought through saying. it. She hasn't thought through it in the way that we have after examining well, this Well, I mean, I don't know how I would feel if, you know. You wouldn't be very happy about it. No. But he's essentially an experiment. Essentially, and he apparently has done his time for the crime that he committed. Right, so where's so, the redemption? Yeah, if you, uh, he went on to live a happy life. And has he stabbed anybody else? Well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Technically, he's been stabbed. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> By a surgeon. That was bad. Uh, what was it bad? It was a that joke. Was it was it's a, a bad joke. It's not a bad joke. It's a dad joke. <laughs> uh I was trying to think of another one. I don't have it. Well, anyway. you tried. Uh, more than 106,000 Americans are now are, are on the national waiting list for an organ transplant, and 17 people die each day, never receiving the organ they need. In the face of such shortage, it can seem unconscionable to some families that those convicted of violent crimes would be given a life-saving procedure so many desperately need. But no one knew it was life-saving. Yeah. I mean, it, could, it was life-threatening, if anything. Basically. But most doctors don't share that view. 
There are no laws or regulations prohibiting someone with a criminal history from receiving a transplant or an experimental procedure like the one Bennett had. I'm curious if she's also actively, you know, uh, protesting for convicted criminals to who have served their time to be able to vote again. Yeah. Which, you know. Because, yeah. I don't know. Things like this really make me mad because it's like, it's hard enough for people once they've come out of the system to get <laughs> reintegrated into society. And then we continue. I get it. Right. Your brother was a victim. Your loved one was a victim. But if they come out and they have opportunities, they're less likely to reconvict and, or, or be reconvicted and recommit crimes. Mm-hmm. So you should want them to succeed. Right. Like you should want them to not do this to somebody else. You want the system to work. But it seems like we don't want the system to work. We just want people to go away forever. And what if this guy was like, well, I've done a lot of bad things in my life. And if I die trying to test this thing out, then it'll be good for the good of, of, of humanity. Exactly. So. But. And also, by that standard, like, you could even, because we got to relate this back to COVID somehow or right. else we're not on the internet. Um you could make her same argument for people who like don't get the vaccine or people who like, cause that's an argument that's going around. It's like, Oh, these people are less deserving of this medical treatment because you didn't do X, Y, Z. So I don't know. It, it just rings up the same, same thing. A little bit. I mean, we don't know her, so we can't go too deep. Yeah. But, I mean, but, these yeah. are all opinions as yeah. always, but uh, the key principle in medicine is to treat anyone who is sick, regardless of who they are, said all author, Kaplan, a bioethics professor at New York University. Quote, we are not in the business of sorting sinners from saints. Crime is a legal matter. Yeah, that's another department. Uh, while that is the official stance of federal officials and ethics committees in charge of transplant regulations, wide discretion is given at the local level to hospitals who decide to which individuals qualify to be added to the national waiting list. At that level, other considerations are often taken into account, including a person's history of substance abuse or a prisoner's risk of developing an infection while incarcerated, along with access to follow-up care. Medical ethicists argue that the criminal justice system already imposes jail time, financial restitution, or other punishments of those convicted of violent offenses. Without medical services... uh, withholding medical services is not a part of that punishment very true that division between the legal and medical systems exists for a good reason said scott scott halpern a medical ethics professor at the university of pennsylvania quote we have a legal system designed to determine just red dress just redress for crimes he said and we have a healthcare system that aims to provide care without regard to people's personal character or history which is not something that our last guest on the podcast thought. But we didn't even get a chance to ask him about that. We ran out of time. We did, which was unfortunate. Yes. We'll have him back. Uh, in a written statement, officials said that the Baltimore Hospital provides, quote, life-saving care to every patient who comes through their doors based on their medical needs, not their background or life circumstances. So I suppose he's still in jail. Is that – that's kind of what it sounds like, is that maybe – He's still in jail, and they brought him from jail. Uh, 2005, and the guy had 19 years in prison. So, yeah, he could still be in jail. Let me see, 19. 1988 stabbing. 
and then he spent oh and it's 19 no the, the other guy spent 19 years in a wheelchair and died in 2005 so i don't i don't know okay so yeah he's probably still in prison uh, i have no idea so if he's still in prison i wouldn't call that a long and happy life but yeah they haven't really explained that so continue how badass would that be oh no never mind i was gonna be like he's in jail with other people who are like dude you got someone else's heart but he technically he a, has a pick heart he technically has a pick heart yeah he's just grown he'll just be made fun of <laughs> hey peggy <laughs> uh they'll oil him up and try to catch him mm-hmm. oh my <laughs> very long article yeah it is um oh my gosh yeah i, I have nothing else to say i just Oh, okay, so it gets, the, it gets the him. So he says, I want to live. Okay. That is the guy getting the pick heart. Well, yeah. I know it's a shot in the dark, but it's my last chance. Oh, wait, okay. Let me, let me start back up here, because that's actually kind of funny. Um, <laughs> oh, no. See, he's out of jail. Bennett was okay. also enjoying his life. I lost my place. That's okay. He lives in a duplex next door to one of his three sisters. He was working for a handyman or as a handyman, cheering for the Pittsburgh Steelers and spending time with his five grandchildren and his dog, Lucky. And then he floated the idea to get the Picard in apparently December. Mm -hmm. Uh, Griffith told the New York Times that he floated the idea. I said, we can't give you a human heart. You don't qualify, but maybe we can... He doesn't qualify for the human heart. So he's not getting in the way of anyone on that. He's not getting in the way of anybody else getting a transplant. So what's the problem here? The problem is people like to make something out of nothing. Right. Because it's good headlines. Hmm. How many people got to this point in the article? None. Zero. They bur- Two. Because that's, Two. that's how Us. they write ar- articles. They just bury the, they bur- bury the actual story. Mm-hmm. It's a headline. Yeah. Um, but maybe we can use one from an animal, a pig, Griffith, Griffith recounted. It's never been done before, but we think we can do it. I wasn't sure he was understanding me, Griffith added. Then he said, well, will I oink? Also, Griffith is the doctor who performed the surgery. So so he's evil. Uh, On New Year's Eve, federal officials granted an emergency authorization for the experimental procedure, which they wouldn't have done for anyone else. Yes. It was only because he didn't qualify and he volunteered for this. Right. I like that, will I oink. And to be fair, this probably won't work for most other people. He's probably just a special individual who had the right, I don't know, set of genes to, so he it wouldn't get rejected or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. But it's still great for all the other people, like you said. Like right. it's it's potentially paving the way for mm-hmm. other individuals to get the surgery. So he's doing a good thing. Right. Think about all the people. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, as a dietitian, I, I'm thinking about all the dietitians who will now be out of the job when heart disease is no longer a thing. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> well, we still have diabetes. Wah, wah. Oh, yeah. There's that. <laughs> um, it was either die or do this transplant, Bennett said, in a statement the day before his surgery. By then, he had already spent weeks bedridden in the hospital. I want to live, he said. I know it's a shot in the dark, but it's my last choice. Nearly 34 years ago, on April 30th, 1998, uh, he had been drinking and talking with Bennett's wife, Norma Jean Bennett. Bennett walked into the Double T Lounge okay. in Hagerstown, Maryland, where the 22-year-old Edward Shoemaker was ta- drinking and talking with his then-wife. Right. So this is just telling a story about how he eventually stabbed Shot the guy. Shot the guy. Yeah, stabbed the guy. Whatever he did. 
Right. And then he fled. There was a high-speed chase. He was a, acquitted of intent to murder, but found him guilty of battery and carrying a concealed weapon. Um, yeah. He was sentenced to 10 years. Okay. And oh, so he was in... Okay. Right, and so ordered to pay 29000 in restitution. Right. So he served his time that he was given. Um, but Downey said her parents never received a dime from the lawsuit. Oh, yeah. There was a lawsuit, and he was ordered to pay $3.4 million in damages. Um, it just keeps going on and it, on and yeah. on and on. It, it's telling a story right. instead of just reporting the news. I just think it's very funny that here's someone who has made a who has provided for a great leap in medical I don't know necessity mm-hmm. and once again we are digging through their past to find out whether or not they're deserved of the positive praise even even though there's a potential that this could still fail. Right. I mean, we don't know how long this is going to work for. But just the idea that there's someone among us who does not have a blemished past is ridiculous. Everyone yeah. have, has done something that they're not fond of. Obviously, stabbing a guy ten times is seven. worse than seven times. Okay, well, that's a little bit it's better, better than ten. It's better than ten. <laughs> but obviously, no one is perfect in life. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone deserves some amount of redemption. But if we're going to, you know, go into the, oh, well, but, the, as I like to call it, what about isms? Mm-hmm. Why was that guy talking and drinking with this man's wife? Mm-hmm. That's why he stabbed him. True. So, I mean, was he perfect? Like, that's the thing. If we start doing this, if we start saying, oh, well, what about this? And mm-hmm. what about this? Then we're going to dig up crap on everybody and realize that, like you said, nobody's perfect. Not even the people that are digging through someone's past are perfect. Exactly. Like they're just Everybody's as bad skeletons as everyone else. In their closet. I mean, you're gossiping behind. You're, you're gossiping. You're 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 purposefully trying to ruin this person's life. Mm-hmm. It's not a good thing that good people do. Just like let this guy have his win. Let the medical community have the win. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think we should ban. I think we should ban the pig hearts because specifically because he received it. Yeah, probably for no other reason. For digging up. What are you looking up? Bad. I'm trying to find that term. Bad stuff about a good mm. viral post. Well, I have no idea what it is. Okay. Well, if I figure it out, I will comment it down below well anyway uh make sure you like and subscribe comment down below do all of the things and we will see you in the next one bye guys